Good evening. You are listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson. And tonight's sermon is True Word of Yah. I come in my Father's name. This is a John 5 verse 43 study. As always, in the description box of the podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry, where I highly urge you to read this information on your own, because we are going to go through, as always, definitions and historical data that supports our new discovery of the true word of Abba Yah. Season 3, again, is all about changing your perspective. If you are new to understanding your creator, then this sermon and message is for you. If you grew up using Jesus and Lord and God, this sermon is for you. If you grew up not knowing that there was a creator, this sermon is definitely for you. Brothers and sisters, the lights of the world, you need to know the name of your creator. The reason why I use Abba Yah is Yah is his name. And we are going to learn that in tonight's sermon. Abba Yah withheld this sermon from being on the podcast. If you have visited the ministry, then maybe you came across this one. Maybe not. There's a lot to dissect on the ministry website. Um, but he said, today's the day. So I said, hallelujah, which includes his name at the end, if you know how to spell it. Again, it should be a Y instead of a J. And we'll explain that in the sermon as well. So let's get to it. Yahusha Hamashiach. Jesus, your Messiah, said, as recorded in John chapter 5, verse 43, I come in my Father's name, and ye receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. Well, when I read that many moons ago, I just figured Jesus came in the name and authority given by God to set us free, and I paid no attention to it. Until Abba Yah said, go to Psalm 68, verse 4. I have a name. And I said, you do? Because I remember, once he said this to me, my confirmation class, way back in the late 90s, my pastor said that God had a name, but we couldn't speak it because it was forbidden. I urge you to email me, call me, text me, whatever. The Bible verse that was taken from, because nowhere in the Bible does it say that we cannot use the name of our creator. Our creator states Call upon me. How can we call upon someone if we don't know their name? That's a great question. Because I know when I get called upon, maybe it's miss or ma'am to a stranger. That's fine. In school, it'd be Liz or Elizabeth because that is my name. And that 
you know, again, are derivatives of my actual name. Now, if someone would call me Monica Jan or, you know, Patrice, I wouldn't answer because that's nowhere near Elizabeth. And we're going to look at why Jesus, even the words God and Lord, are wrong. And by incorporating the true name of our Creator, your prayer life is going to change. And the abundance is going to start flowing in. And your prayers are going to be answered almost within a blink of an eye. Because you are invoking the true word of Abba Yah by using His name. So, Psalm 68 verse 4 again says... Sing unto God, praise his name, exalt him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. Now, in your King James Bible, you're going to see that it is written J-A-H. And here in this sermon, we're going to discuss why the letter J is inaccurate and it should be a Y instead. And let's get to that right now, because when you break J-A-H into your lexicon, you are going to get the Hebrew word H-3050, which is Y-A-H-H. Yah. And it means the sacred name. It's a contraction for H-3068. When you look that up, you're going to get a different spelling. And the reason why is, again, because the Jews believe you should not use the sacred name. Apparently, hellfire or something like that will rain upon you. That's not the case. I haven't burnt up to a crisp. I know my fellow brothers and sisters who use and invoke the actual name of our creator haven't burnt to a crisp. If anything, our abundance in prayers have actually been received and heard. And that is what Abba Yah wants you to know. When you use the real word of himself, when you pray to himself, you need to be using his name. So, H3068 again means the self-existent or eternal. And again, you're going to see it spelled Y-E-H instead of Y-A-H, which is his actual spelling. It's very, very important to understand that the Jewish national name of the Most High is not the same as the Hebrew name Yah or Yahuwah spelled Y-A-H U-A-H. When returning to our original Hebrew origins of worship, we must use Abba Yah as it is written and as it was given to us long ago. So how do we know the name Jesus is not the name of our Savior? Let's break this down. We're going to start with Proverbs 3, verse 4. 
who has gone up to the heavens and come down, who has gathered the winds in his fist, who has bound the waters in a garment, who established all the ends of the earth. What is his name? And what is his son's name? If you know it, again, that's Proverbs verse 30, or chapter 30, verse 4. So, Yah means I am, I was, and I will be. Yahusha means Yah is salvation. I am your savior. I am your freedom. Yahuwah is found 6,823 times in the Bible. Yahusha is found 216 times in the Bible. And as a reminder, Abba Yah says, My people have perished for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest for me. Since you have forgotten the Torah of your Elohim, I also forget your children. We must get back to the true worship of the Lord God. He's coming back, and that's all that I can say. And I use both Abba Yah, the Lord God, for teaching purposes because, yes, the King James Bible still uses, you know, inaccurate names, but not everybody has access to restored Hebrew Bibles. So that is the one that I use. And it is purely for teaching purposes. Anytime you read my sermons or listen to me preach to you, I will interchange them. That is because Abba Yah needs you to be familiar with his name. So in your, again, prayer life, and when you go passing on this information to your children, you're actually using his real name. Now, some say Yeshua is from the Hebrew Bible, but the name Yeshua is actually the Aramaic and Jesuit form, meaning, may his name be blotted out. Most of all, not all biblical scholars today recognize the Savior's name as Yahusha, Y-A-H-U-S-H-A, which comes from the sacred name movement of the 1930s and Yeshua, spelled Y-E-S-H-U-A, the Aramaic form. Even though these names are close to the true name, they are nowhere near the counterfeit name Jesus. But it is not what they teach from the pulpit at all. Your pastor is not going to tell you that the Lord God Almighty, Abba Yah, has a name. I never heard that in any church building that I have ever gone to. Um, it is also admitted in many Bible dictionaries that the counterfeit name Jesus should be Yeshua. Y-A-H-U-S-H-A. And we're going to look at that here in a moment with some quotes and yes even encyclopedia america knows the true name of our creator by pronouncing yahusha we are stating that yahuwah 
is salvation or Yah, I am, is salvation. And that's what the Bible is all about. Only the Lord God Almighty, Abba, Yah, can save us. That's it. Plain and simple. Nowhere in the Bible is J-E or S-U-S or any form of Jesus a form of God or Lord or Lord God. I have been giving you information on how important the Hebrew dictionaries are, as well as the Greek, since most of the New Testament was written in Greek. The sermon will also break down the word Christ, and as always, I will provide links to this information. Knowing how to call upon the name of Abba Yah is vital in these end times. And if you cannot discern the times, then please again email me living in oppressed nations tears at gmail.com. You can email me through the ministry. You can email me on a podcast. Somehow I do not know how to do that. I just know how to access it. Um, my Facebook page is Liz Marie Angel of Ephesus. You can hit me up on Facebook. You got questions, please let me help you because Abba Yah wants you to know the truth. So now we're going to look at the name Jesus. And we're going to start with the letter J. The letter J is the 10th letter of the English alphabet, pronounced as J, as in K for K, but formally written out as JY. It is one of the most stable English letters. It has almost always had the same sound. And it is a latecomer to the alphabet and originally had no sound value. The letter itself began as a scribal modification of Roman I in continental medieval Latin. The scribes added a hook to the small I, especially in the final preposition in a word or Roman numeral to distinguish it from the strokes of other letters. The dot on the I, and thus the J, and the capitalization of the pronoun I are other solutions to the same problems. In English, J was used as a Roman numeral throughout the Middle English, but the letter Y was used to spell words ending in I sound, so J was not needed to represent any sound. Instead, it was introduced into English around 1600 to 1640 to take up the consonantal sound that had evolved from the Roman I since late Latin times. In Italian, G was used to represent this, but in other languages, J took the job. This usage is attested earliest in Spanish, where it was in place before 1600. No word beginning with J is of Old English derivation. English dictionaries did not distinguish words beginning in I and J until the 19th century, and J formally was skipped when letters were used to express serial order. The character J, which represents the letter sound in some school books, is an invention of the 17th century and is not found 
in the best text of Latin authors, quotes Lewis. So, even in Latin, J was not used. So, where did Jesus really come from? The Messiah's true name, as found in research and in encyclopedias. Originally, the name of the Messiah was pronounced Yahusha. This is the Messiah's original name. The Messiah's name is actually the same name as Joshua, son of Nun, correctly pronounced Yahushua. It is quite evident that the modern form Jesus doesn't even remotely resemble the original name that the disciples used. This is a fact. Jesus Christ, Matthew 1.21, interprets the name originally as Yahushua, that is Yahuwah is salvation. And that comes from the Encyclopedia Americana, volume 16, page 41. So if you still have encyclopedias or know where your grandma has put them, if she hasn't given them to the goodwill yet, please go and see if it's volume 16 and look on page 41 because... Truth has been taken from you, and it is time that we take our identities back. Here's another quote from Barak ben Daniel from Is the Name Jesus Holy? The name Jesus is not a derivative of Yahuwah. There is great cause for alarm when the hybrid Greek name is being plied onto Messiah because not only is it not the sanctified name given to Yahushua, but prophetic and sanctified unity within the word Yahuwah is lost. Early Christopagans syncretized Greek culture into Greek Christianity which smoothed the way for Christo-Paganism to become the state religion. Here is why I am not religious. Religion puts Abba Yah in a box, and you cannot do that. Religion hides our creator, and you can't do that. Let's continue. The Origin of Christianity by A.B. Trania. They, the Greco-Roman world, had worshipped Zeus as the supreme deity. Their savior was Zeus. So now they were ready to accept Yahushua as Zeus. I-E-S-O-U-S means Hail Zeus. Now our translated scriptures say that Yahuwah's son's name is Zeus or Jesus, which is a compound word made up of i.e. and Zeus, meaning Hail Zeus. This is how, by changing names, the false gods get worshipped. And that is a whole nother sermon that I'll probably do next because I do feel that Abba Yah is leading us into that one for our next sermon. So I will be writing that one up because it is important to understand how the worship of fake gods still occur today. And one way is using the false name of our Messiah. Another quote from Biblical Research Institute of 1996 by Les Aaron Gosling titled, 
Yahusha or Jesus? Which is it? Some authorities who have spent their entire lives studying the origins of names believe that Jesus actually means Hail Zeus. For Ezeus in Greek is Hail Zeus, i.e. translates as Hail and S-O-U-S or S-U-S translates as Zeus. The English name Jesus therefore stems etymologically from Jupiter Zeus, the chief god of the ancient Greek Olympus. The Sound of the Chauffeur by John Thompson, quote, winds of praise broadcasting believer or follower. John Thompson states, Jesus is a transliteration of a Latin name, E-O-E-S-U-S, pronounced Jesus, which means nothing in Hebrew, but in Latin it means Hail Zeus. If Yahushua's name had been transliterated into our language, it would have been closer to Joshua. Now that we understand that Jesus is not the name of our Messiah, let's look at the name Lord. Lord. Lord in Hebrew means Baal. If you are unfamiliar with Baal, then please get your Bibles out because Baal is a demon god worshipped. And we'll read a little bit about that here in a second. So Strong's Hebrew word 1166 Baal have dominion over to be husband, married, wife. It's a primitive root to be master or to have dominion over. Strong's Hebrew word Baal, 1167, also means archer, babbler, bird, captain, chief man, confederate, to do, also again means master. Strong's Hebrew word H1168 Baal is the plural form of Balaam, which is the same as Baal, and it is a Phoenician deity. Baal, a heathen god. Or Baal, the city name in Simon. Also the name of two Israelites. So Baal, B-A-A-L, a heathen god. I'm not praying to a heathen god when I use the name Lord in my prayers. That's why I don't. And we will learn what we can use a little bit further on. So the Greek word, kyrios, for God or Master is Greek G2962. And it means kyros or supremacy in authority, controller by implication, master as a respectful title, God, Lord, Master, or Sir. We find this used in Romans 10.13. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So... When we look at what the Lord means in Greek, we get kyros, which has multiple meanings. And the last meaning really is God. It says supreme authority, as in a controller, by implication, master, 
sir, Lord. The common knowledge would say that we call upon the name of our boss because he is a sir. Or we could call upon the name of the Congress because they are a type of controller. Words that have multiple meanings have nothing to do with Abba Yah when it comes to his name. So I am urging you in your prayer life now that you know why you need to use Abba Yah, which means Father Yah, his name, not God, not Lord. Let's break down the word Christ. Christ, Greek usage. The Greeks used both the word Messias and Christos for the Hebrew word Meshach, which means anointed. The word Christos was far more acceptable to the pagans who were worshipping Creston and Christos, which were false gods. According to the Interpreter's Dictionary of the Bible, the word Christos was easily confused with the common Greek proper name Christos, meaning good. According to the French Theological Dictionary, it is absolutely beyond doubt that Christus and Christus and Christiani and Christiani were used indifferently by the profane and Christian authors of the first two centuries A.D. The word Christianos is a Latinism being contributed neither by the Jews nor by the Christians themselves. The word was introduced from one of three origins. The Roman police, the Roman populace, or an unspecified pagan origin. It is infrequent use in the New Testament suggests a pagan origin. And according to Real Encyclopedia, the inscription Crestos, C-H-R-E-S-T-O-S, is to be seen on a Mithras relief in the Vatican. According to Christianity and mythology, Osiris, the sun deity of Egypt, was referenced as Crestos. In the synagogue of the Marciantes, spelled M-A-R-C-I-O-N-I-T-E-S, on Mount Hermon, built in the 3rd century A.D., the Messiah's title is spelled Crestos. Again, that's C-H-R-E-S-T-O-S. According to the Trulilian and Lacentius, the common people usually called Christ Crestos. Again, Crestos refers back to Osiris, and that is according to Christianity and mythology. Osiris, the sun deity, is in your Bible for a reason. And again, we're going to probably do a couple short series on how these fake gods still are around and hidden because when names change, so do the identity and who you pray to. It is vital that you understand the true word and name of your creator. Old English. The title given to Jesus of Nazareth, Old English, 
Christ, C-R-I-S-T, from Latin Christus, and from Greek Christos, means the anointed, is a noun used a verbal adjective of carrying, which means to rub, and the Latin term drove out Old English helade, which means healer or savior, as the preferred descriptive term for our Messiah. A title treated as a proper name in Old English, but not regularly capitalized until 17th century. Pronunciation with long I is a result of Irish missionary work in England in the 17th and 8th century. The CH form, regularly used since the 1500s in English, was rare before. Capitalization of the word begins in the 14th century, but is not fixed until the 17th century. The 17th century mystical sect of the familyists edged it towards the verb with Christed, which made one with Christ. So here we see the etymology again of the words Lord, Christ, and Jesus, and how they have nothing to do with our Messiah and the one true God. It's mind-blowing, I know, but again, so much has been taken away from us and hidden, and again, our Creator has, excuse me, has a name, and we need to use it. We see now that even Christ is not a valid name, but Yahusha is. The names that are in the Bible are translated wrong as well. There is a link provided for more information, and it is the very first link in the list of references. Matthew, Strong's number 4993, translates into the original language as Mitayahu at the end, Y-A-H-U, is evident, and you can see that, and means gift of Yahuwah. Obadiah is Strong's number 5662 and is actually spelled O-B-A-D-Y-A-H-U and means servant of Yahuwah. Malachi is Strong's number 4441. It's actually spelled M-A-L- K-I-Y-A-H-U and means my king is Yahuwah. Elijah is Strong's Hebrew word 452 and is spelled E-L-I-Y-Y-A-H and means Yahuwah is Elohim. Every prophet in your Bible had a designation Nated mission. Every one of them. If you read your Bible in each chapter, you will see the prophets had an assignment. Obadiah talked about how he served the Lord God Almighty. Elijah spoke about how Abba Yah is 
the one true God. Matthew talks about the parables and our gifts that Abba Yah gives us. So as you can see in these examples, all names contain the form of Y-A-H, Yah. And this is not a coincidence. Everyone has meaning to their names. My name, again, is Elizabeth and means L is my oath. It's from the Hebrew name Elisheva, which is spelled E-L-I-S-H-E-V-A, because in English you spell it E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H, or E-L-I-Z. And you see that in the Greek form in the New Testament, where Elizabeth is the mother of John the Baptist. Well, Elizabeth means, my God is an oath. It derives from the roots El referring to the Lord God and Shava meaning oath. And it appears in the original form in the Old Hebrew Testament as Elizabeth is the wife of Aaron. And then again in the New Testament where Elizabeth is the mother of John the Baptist. I take my name seriously. That is one of the things that whenever the Lord God called me to be a minister, he showed me what my name meant. I knew through, you know, different times looking up my name because, you know, everybody looks up what their name means. And I didn't really take it in consideration until 2018 when he told me what I was going to do and what my name really means. My name contains God in it. L is a form of God. It is a Hebrew word referring to God. So when I learned that God is in my name and that my name means God is my oath, and what he was showing me was truth. I fell to the ground and I still want to cry now. Because it means so much to me. That my name incorporates his. And that I get to share his word with you. So what can we call Abba Yah other than the pagan names of Jesus and Christ and Lord well, one we call him Adonai. Adonai is a form of the Hebrew word Adon, meaning Lord or Master, and is used over 350 times in the Old Testament. The root concept is to judge or to rule, conveying the idea of a ruler or master. El Elyon you can also use when you pray. El Elyon is one of the terms which means most high. And you can find that in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 19. And again, it means most high and is derived from the Hebrew root for um, ascend or to go up. My favorite phrase because Abba Yah is my father. I know this. He created me. 
he created me and he created you and and my father saved me from myself and from this world and from everything in it and I could never go back to being the way I was lacking knowledge and lacking ignorance and wanting to be a part of this world. I could never go back doing that. So my favorite phrase is Abba Yah because we are taught to pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. How can you pray if you don't know the name of your own Father? That's the thing that people just don't understand. And then we can call him El Shaddai, which is spelled E-L-S-H-A-D-D-A-I, which means Yah is Almighty or Almighty God, and that is found in Genesis chapter 17, verse 1. Again, I will never apologize for crying and feeling the Lord God move within me. So, if I'm sniffling, I do apologize, but whatever. Um, Again, on the ministry website, you can find all this information, and I ask you to please read it, because our time is winding down. Time is growing short. The Lord God wants you to discern the signs of the time. Abba Yah wants you to know that He is real and that He is here for you. And no matter how many times we mess up, we repent to Abba and we say, Abba Yah, forgive us. And we try to do it no more because He knows that sin is within us. And as long as we try to live by his morals, values, and ethics, and seek righteousness, he's always going to be there for you. And when we mess up, he may punish us a little bit and try to get us back onto his path, but he is always there. And if you're new to learning the true word of Abba, our Father, and you don't feel like he's ever been there. I promise you, he's there. He just said, I'll take my hand off of you and you go and do whatever you want to do and you reap what you sow because that's the law of karma. If we don't sow good seed, we reap destruction. Abba Yah just wants a relationship with you. But how can you have a relationship with him if you don't know his name? So now you know his name. Now you know our Savior and our Messiah isn't Jesus. It's Yahusha Hamashiach. Yah is salvation. Plain and simple. Cut and dry. There is no debate. 
history even states this. Again, Encyclopedia Americana knows this. But your pastors in the mainstream and everyone else who wants to lead you into indoctrination, they won't tell you this. So that's why people have a disconnection to our creator. How can you connect to someone you don't even know? I pray that this sermon really changes your life. And I promise you by incorporating and writing your prayers and speaking your prayers using either Abba Yah, El Elyon, El Shaddai, and Adonai, and there's more, that you will actually start to feel the changes take place within your life. I promise you, whenever you really talk to Abba, yeah, things change. And all it takes is changing the way you pray and who you're praying to. Because Jesus and Christ and Lord, those aren't getting heard for real. And that's what this land is lacking. Real prayer, real power. In the name of Yahusha Hamashiach, we have to start praying properly in order to make changes. And to have those changes stick. So as always, it's never goodbye. But I'll see you later. In the name of Yahusha Hamashiach, Shalom.